record room i'm josh and i'm owen and, and we the, ahead, are the yeah. nerds who read those liner notes that's what we do <laughs> that is what we do happy sure. summer happy summer owen finally finally it's a happy summer i have been working my took us off oh i had yeah. to almost i had to almost bleep myself there uh, yeah yeah was, you nearly did yeah, yeah, I had to work my, my posterior off for sure, man. Guy, yeah, AP grading is finally over, and mm. of course, because I'm an admin, I have to work two extra weeks anyway. So, yeah, 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 I'm finally, finally, as of Saturday, on break. Yay! <laughs> right, exactly. That's awesome. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. I need it. Just yeah. like you guys needed it. Oh, man. If the teachers didn't get it, there was going to be like, I don't know, craziness. Oh, totally. Total mutiny for sure. You know, can you imagine the crazy parties that the first year teachers are having this summer? Oh, my gosh. Can it, you, like after their first year of this and now they've all got vaccinated and they're like out and about. and For sure. Dude, I wouldn't I couldn't hang to save my life. Man, like and they're going to have to have, like, two first years. Yeah, there's just no because way. It's, it's not like that was any kind of preparation for what it's really like. Yeah, none at I all. I think about last year's first-year teachers. They really haven't seen... It's like they're going to be going into their third year and have no damn clue still. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just some crazy point, growth, the, man. At some point, someone will come out of their funk and be like, it's okay to, like, go to a bar and... <laughs> exactly do something like have something to drink and yeah i think yeah. i need that now <laughs> exactly well what about welcome. you how have you been man um i'm doing okay uh you know i'm i'm, uh, I'm primary parent right now so uh pulling dad duty i love it yeah yeah because the you know i'm off for the summer so i take care of the kids and um should be pretty fun this week. I think we're going to get out and about. And Excellent. How is it with two? Being well, solo with two. So, like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna take the baby to, like, like, I thought I'd take my four-year-old to the cattle drive in Fort Worth. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, yeah, for you sure. You know, or, or, you know, like a little playground or something. Right. If it's air-conditioned, I will take the baby. If it's yeah. not, no. So, yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah kind of where we're at but um, i'm sort of the same way i if there's unless there's air conditioning i, I don't go yeah that makes sense totally <laughs> we went to uh hang out with bianca's family today for for father's day and uh we went to a uh this it was um uh, it was there was an hour wait and you were supposed to wait outside and i was like oh no, i'll be at the bar I, i'm not gonna go sit in the sun <laughs> 
so they came and got me. They came and got me when the hour was up, and I just uh, was having a frozen strawberry margarita. It was lovely. Ah, there you go. Yep. There you go. So, <laughs> so no, um, actually, it should be a pretty big week for the baby, because if everything goes according to plan, my dad will finally get to meet. Oh, wow. That's finally big. get to meet his grandson, second That's grandson. Big. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, sure. I'm I'm hoping things go smoothly. Right, so. that makes sense. Yep. But oh, and we uh, we find ourselves in a in a very special episode of the Record Room. We do find ourselves. Hey, before we get into that though, I oh, just want to talk yes. a little bit about the uh, the the intro track. Let's do it. That uh, is that song is called "Stay Wild," and it's by a band called. The Bones of J.R. Jones, which is kind of a crazy cool name. And I chose it because we've had many conversations on this here podcast about the term Americana and how it really is. It doesn't sort of narrow down to one style of music. And so I heard that and I just heard I just heard all the different kinds of American musics that we love. Blues was in there, slide guitar and a little bit of rock and oh, it was just so good. Yes, I like it. But what was interesting to me about it was the big booming start of it, where it's Bodo. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Was, it reminds me I, of our topic. It, exactly, today. exactly. That's why I was like, oh man, I see why you picked this. Yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice segue into our our, our big topic. Yeah, it truly is. So, <laughs> Owen and I, as we uh, ponder the insane pantheon of music that we dwell in so often, uh, we'll occasionally ask ourselves questions. And Not even occasionally. Like, we do it frequently. Like, uh, that's true. We get into that's... conversations about this stuff all the time because we're true. super nerds. And this was probably one of the first ones where we came up with something and we couldn't stop talking because i had immediately had one side and he had the other side of it oh yeah the question was this are the eagles better together or are they better solo and today we're going to examine both sides of that question now for those of you just tuning in and maybe you're younger and you're like the eagles who is that? Well, it is not a Philadelphia football team. That Wait, is not it, it is about. a Philadelphia football team, Josh. Oh, boy, okay. Yes, it is a Philadelphia football team, but it is not uh, that that we're talking I, about. I know what it is. Okay. Oh, and it's please. the number one high school mascot in the nation. Wow. No, that's not it. We're it's talking, not it either? We're talking okay. about a, a band of, of men from – California way, I believe. So we're not talking about like the the spacecraft that landed on the moon. No, no, we're not talking about okay. that either. Good okay. lord, this we're gonna spend half the podcast like <laughs> we're circling the tower, circling yes, the tower. Yes, yes, sir. And I'm like calling you to come in. I'm like, can you please bring the aircraft in now? No, okay, great. The pattern is full, Ghost Rider. Negatory. <laughs> the pattern is full. Oh, we're gonna go Top Gun with this. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, anyways, so we're talking about the Eagles. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Eagles, I, you need to do your research. Uh, 
because they're often held up as one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Now, I'm not talking like the top tier Rolling Stones, the Beatles, that sort of thing. But I would say once you get past the top 10, usually the first band that's mentioned, yeah, once you get out of there, one of them is the Eagles. For sure. And I, I would say they're number one. They're probably the, the most successful, quote-unquote, country rock band ever. And and that is one of the biggest problems I have with them. All right. Right there. We're getting right to it. Yes. Because for me, for me, my my biggest issue I've always had with the Eagles is they're held up as a rock band. They really are. Like everybody's always like, oh, you know, a good rock band, the Eagles. And then you sit down, you hear Tequila Sunrise, and you're like, didn't George Strait cover this? Isn't this like country music? That's not rock and roll. And that's a big issue. And it's probably a small issue for some. But the idea that they're just synonymous with rock and roll, even though that's not what they are, drives me nuts. So that that might be one of the things about the eagles that rubs this, me the wrong way the most yeah, this, this could really like i'm kind of delving into my psychologist voice that's that's an interesting admission that you've made there josh well it is what it is there owen it, <laughs> it is. is true thank you for getting existential and bringing us back to the here and now yeah yeah you're what you're welcome <laughs> So, so anyways, it, the Eagles, we're going to talk about the Eagles today. And uh, even uh, we've, what we've decided to do is come up with top threes for both sides. Okay. So we've managed, even though we both play one side more, we've, we've both decided, you know what, let's That's come up the with the undersell of the year. <laughs> yeah. We, we both are like, okay, let's do. Let's do top three for each. That way we at least are are participating in this. <laughs> so you're not going to get just one, two top three lists today. You're getting four. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is sure. gonna, which is good because it's gonna help us facilitate and talk through the Eagles and the maybe solo stuff or the really interesting take that uh, Owen is gonna take for some of it. Um, I did a, a Mythbusters. I did the Mythbusters maneuver with my yeah. solo tracks. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there you go. I've... Roomies. Yes, roomies. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I tell you what, um, Owen. Yes, sir. Why don't you let me go first on this top three? Okay, that's because great. Because I feel like I'm I'm bringing more of the mainstream in. Than yeah, you for sure. So let me do that, and then you can come in with your awesome deep cuts and my and, my, and, and my my way back machine. Your way sure. back. Let's jump into the way back machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Owen's way back machine. I can't believe Owen's that. way back machine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh gosh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, Why, no. sure, sure you can come to the Wayback Machine. Come on, Record Group House, let's go. That last voice sounds like the uh, the Lollipop Guild. 
That's kind of what I was going for. I was well, going to go a little bit of that, a little bit of like Flim Flam Man from the 1930s, like the guy, the, the snake oil guy. It's still on too. I can. Oh still yeah, it kind of is. I don't. I don't like. It doesn't always well, quickly reset itself, but yeah. it will. It will okay. go. It All will right. Go. I could also go a little lower. Yeah. Then you yeah. just. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm, good, good, good. How's your mom and them? They're, they're good. Are you constipated? Are you okay? <laughs> oh, man, Josh, I ate way too much cheese this week. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> wow. This episode. <laughs> we are off the rails early, folks. Yeah, we're the only ones who make ourselves laugh, I think. <laughs> That's it. So, all right, we're going to start things with this side of things, which is uh, the idea that the Eagles are better together okay. as a band. Wow, excellent. Okay, so I'm going to do my top three first. And, uh, well, I know no other way to start this. At, the, uh, at number three is probably one of the most quoted opening lyrics of all time because i just have heard it everywhere so without uh without stalling this is it does have a life of its own for sure for sure so here is take it easy by the eagles The sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try to understand. Just find a place to make your stand. Take it easy. Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. It's such a fine sight to see. So that is take it easy or take it cheesy, depending on if uh, Owen's got that thing on his voice. Um, so, <laughs> but no, take I'm it easy. I'm trying to loosen my load as well. <laughs> You're going to have to edit out of all, all of the chuckles. <laughs> Oh man! I think it makes it funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. So I was gonna fade it out, and then I was like, "Oh, I can't fade this part out. It's the standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. That's like the most iconic part." Yeah, it's pretty big. So, Owen, this is uh, this is always one of the first songs that were thrown my way when I'm 
when the Eagles were brought up. And right. Oh, look, I like it. I'm not going to sit here and say that that's bad. And from a lyric perspective, immortal lyrics. <laughs> like everybody knows that song. Everybody grew up hearing that track. You know, it, it it's good. I guess I don't know, but that's the first one that everybody tends to go to. I find I, I would kind of agree with you there. That was probably my first experience, I would guess, with uh, with it, with the Eagles. But for me, it just doesn't uh, it doesn't seem to um, it doesn't have longevity. I guess I get sick of it pretty quick. Well, it's because it's been played to death. Well, that's probably it. I was. Just I mean, trying to like, be... it doesn't matter. If the, you know, if you're listening outside of the state of Texas, though, one of the biggest things that happens on radio down here, if you still listen to FM AM radio, is there will be a modern rock station, and it will be great, and people will love it, and then suddenly, for some reason or other, either people will stop listening to it, or another station will come in and be like, ah, that doesn't sell. And suddenly you have a classic rock station. Right. In fact, for about a good two to three years, we had almost three classic yeah. rock stations. Yeah. And one of the songs they always played. That's Take true. It easy by the Eagles. Like yeah. never failed, never failed. I didn't even grow up during that time period. And I've, I'm tired of hearing that song. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like that that tells you all you need to know. Right. But I mean, I don't know. Is it does it still you said it doesn't have the longevity. Can you kind of talk a little bit more about that? Like I just feel like okay, so and you and I had we we have an English teaching background in common as well. Uh one thing that I learned teaching literature that I think applies to music as well is maybe something I might call the uh, the To Kill a Mockingbird effect. I taught To Kill a Mockingbird. That probably that book has probably been the book that I taught the most in my English teaching career. I taught it for 10 years, two times a day. So, and one of the things that I learned in teaching that book as much as I learned was that I never, A, I never got sick of it, reading it so many times because I always insisted on reading it Again, I'd never wanted to rest on my laurels. So I read that book 20, 30 times. But another thing I noticed is I always noticed something new every time I read it, too. And I decided maybe that is what a demarcator of great literature should be. And I feel like that also can apply to other kinds of art, maybe music, too. And I think that, for me, is why Take It Easy, it doesn't have that... It, it wears out. It has an expiration date. So it's not like... There are several songs in my collection that I could never, ever get sick of. I could listen to a million times. Take It Easy is not one of them. Well, it's prime example of, uh, like... I, and if you're an Eagles fan, I'm sorry, but <laughs> this is the... like I'm, like, trashing my own list. It probably tells you where I'm at. <laughs> um, but it's, like, a prime example of, like disposable pop right I for mean, sure it's, it's sure it's great but after a while you know yeah yeah exactly 
but it's still hanging around. So I don't know how disposable that really is. So right. Number two. <laughs> in my exactly. In, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cheese boy. Um, <laughs> so number two is another attempt for me to find the rock within this so-called rock band. Okay. Yes. This, is, this is this is probably as close to it as we can get beside my number one pick. So uh, as we just heard, kind of a basic country song. Here's another one that probably would get played on the dance floor of Billy Bob's. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Eagles heartache tonight. That would be the barn burner known as Heartache Tonight. And uh, if you go to, if you dig barbecue, there's a place around here called Hard Eight. And you can have Hard Eight tonight. Hard Eight. Probably some heartburn too. Tonight. Yeah, that too. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Yeah. Uh, so, spicy pickles with your. So, like, I'm going to be. Straight up with you, Owen. I've I've been to Billy Bob's multiple times in my uh, college life. Not like I was a big fan. I'll put it to you this way. Every time I went, someone was always like, why don't you wear boots? And I was like, because I like Chucks. I'm probably the only Texan I know that doesn't own boots, but that's a whole nother thing. So uh, anyways. Okay, there's, there's actually a song, and I can't sing it anymore because now I own a Stetson. Mm. But there's a song that it's the line has got, uh, well, I ain't got a Stetson, but I'm willing to bet, son, that I'm a bigger Texan than you. Ah. I always thought that was a really freaking cool line. I can't sing it because I have a Stetson. Uh, I dig that. I dig that line. I dig it. So, (laughs) um, but as I was saying, I've seen both of those last two songs be used as line dances. Oh, yeah. Line I've seen it happen. Scourge it is the scourge of the honky tonk. Well, it's there, man. That, oh, I, I know. It. I mean, Billy Bob's has classes, and I have been to said classes to meet um, 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 friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's why you yeah. go to meet uh, friends. I just wanted to in, <laughs> uh, increase. Yeah. Wanted to have more friends. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. reason I went, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Just to meet friends. Yeah. You that just needed it. more friends. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyways, enough of this. To number one. Uh, again, me digging to try and find the rock. But this time, this time, they're helped by the mighty Joe Walsh 
as we truly figure out what it is like to live life in the fast lane. my top three eagle songs of all time that's it for me excellent so I, I did as a child i was of course i'm still into cars too but as a child i was really into cars and i thought it was a travesty that chevrolet did not use that song in an ad campaign for the new camaro when they restyled it in 86 i was very upset i thought that's a great freaking opportunity to mock to market this sleek car with t-tops it's a fantastic riff yeah like, yeah it's just great and you can hear walsh is playing in it like you i can love hear the that. bass groove too you know i'm a fan yeah of the bass groove. It, it's really really good so the those are my three i'm sure if you're listening you're like i've heard all of these yeah well yeah. then let me let me hand it over to owen owen <laughs> owen is a believer in the eagles unlike myself yes. and and owen will uh will treat you right so here we go Here's awesome. Owen. Very so. cool. Yes, as Josh uh, advertised, I do freaking love the Eagles. Now, it's probably, to be fair, anything before 1980 Eagles. Like, the first three albums, I think, are masterpieces. I think they're phenomenal. Um, I had a really hard time getting down to three songs. Uh, and... I really wanted, there were some really deep tracks that I thought were really good, but what I ended up with a list of, uh, was a list of songs that I think are pretty popular, but they also kind of fit, I mean, they're not going to be any surprises either. So here is my number three. It is Peaceful, Easy Feeling. I like the way sparkling earrings lay against your skin so brown. And I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight with a billion stars all around. Because I got a peaceful. 
Gentlemen, I wish you could see the fit that Josh is throwing right now. It it is a fit of Herculean, uh, 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 whatever. It's it's a gigantic fit. He clearly doesn't like my 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 my, my choices, and that's okay. I don't really care. So just, I'm just like, I, what did he say? I want to make love to you in the desert. Yeah, sand man. is going to get everywhere, everywhere. It doesn't it's... say that you're like in the sand. You could be in the back of a pickup truck. Okay, well that that's where they would be, right? Totally. I guess. Yeah, or in a tent, or one of those really cool rooftop tents they have these days. Oh yeah, look at that's that's pretty you know, cool. With like a little ladder that goes down to the ground. I don't know. It's, it's not. I've never liked that man. song. So. It just jives. Well, first of all, I'm a sucker for a walking bass. Like, that's just got the walking bass all over. Now, I'm not going to argue with you. That's a country song. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I like it. And in fact, all of my three all of my three, are hardcore country songs. It's got the Owen uh, pedal stool, like pedal. Oh, my God. Yes, totally. Slide in yeah. the back. And I mean, and... it's it mentions kind of peaceful, easy feelings, too, which is also kind of part of that's my right. aesthetic. Yeah. That's well. your thing. I mean, it checks all the Owen boxes. It does. It checks all the Owen boxes. <laughs> but uh, okay, cool. So we're gonna move on. This was uh, this. You're gonna hate this one too, Josh. I'm just gonna go ahead and warn you. Uh, but man, I loved. I, I had to get through a little bit of that second verse so that we could get uh, a little bit of that high harmony because I'm a sucker for harmony too. Yeah, yeah. I looked at you and I was like, I thought it was what over. What the heck? Why are you making this? Why longer? is it still going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number two track is a little Tequila Sunrise. <laughs> Might as well have some before you start it. <laughs> Another tequila sunrise Staring slowly across the sky Said goodbye He was just a hired hand Working on the dreams he planned to try the days go by Every night when the sun goes down Just another lonely boy in town She's out running round She wasn't just another
It's that high lonesome sound, Josh. You gotta love it, man. She's out running around because that song's not good. Ouch. <laughs> I didn't I didn't poo-poo on your selection, sir. <laughs> you could have you could have. You just you, wait. Yeah, hey. <laughs> you will you will be justified. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's also another kind of, you know, I don't know. It's, and, it, it checks all the Owen boxes again, well, man. Well, am I wrong? Did did some big country guy did cover that song, correct? Oh, gosh, yeah. I think okay. all these three have been done by other acts. Okay. Especially was... my number one. My number one is actually not, it's not, it's a song that they've been known for, but it's been a standard for a long time. Okay. Well, I was convinced it was like a, like George Strait did Tequila Sunrise at some point. I probably am wrong. Yeah, George but, Strait would do an amazing job of that. Yeah, and then somebody else, I don't know, but I can just, I can hear, it's another Tequila Sunrise. <laughs> I can, I just, you know, and I'm sure Garth Brooks has covered some Eagles at some point in time or whatever, but. um, Man, You just, that, that, you just, you just uttered the biggest sin ever. <sighs> Mentioning the Garth Brooks name. You don't like Garth Brooks. No. Can I join you in my disapproval of Garth Brooks? Actually, I I, I can't. There's 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 one song I like. We're losing listeners just for that. Just for mentioning the words Garth and Brooks? No, for not liking him. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But I don't see us caring either. Yeah, no, not really. (laughs) Okay, so here's my number one. Uh, And I told Josh when we were planning this show... Uh, that he could not have this song, and it wasn't even one that he that he wanted anyway. So, <laughs> this is the great. <laughs> this, so, I am a sucker, a sucker for harmonies, right? And so this has got like the five part harmony just on display, and it is just dripping with amazingness. Here we go, Seven Bridges Road. There are stars in the southern sky Southward as you go There is moonlight and moss in the trees down the seven bridges road I think I, I think I'm getting, I think I get it. Okay. Finally. This yeah. is all 
very truckery. I, I don't argue with that at all, this sir. Is, and I have always, I mean, that was my youth. That was the job I wanted to have when I was a little kid. I know. That's why I'm making the callback. This totally. is all, this is all very Owen driving a truck, listening to the tunes. It was, it's a callback to the happiest years of my life. Like yeah, as a child, it was just I get it. so awesome. All right. All right. Well, now I know. And then I would just, I just want to point out that, you know, that was a live album. That was clearly a stadium full of fans that think you're wrong, Josh. Well, you know, they can. <laughs> they can think I'm wrong. It's art. So, yes. Yes, it is. You know, it, if it hits my ears the wrong way, then I, I don't like it. Yeah, but I, I think it clearly has hit your ears the wrong way. Well, you know, whatever. Look, I owned, <laughs> I own the Hell Freezes Over tour. So, crap. Leave me alone. Crap. Hey, that's the best version of Hotel California, <sighs> without a doubt. Like that's better than that weird '70s sounding thing. There's nothing better than 70s sounding things, Josh. Oh, uh, well, I beg to differ. Okay. Well, that's All right. Cool. Okay. Have oh, I and you, you know my what? Story about uh, the, the Hill Freezes Over tour. Oh, well, did you go to it? Uh, only sort of. So, oh, okay. It came through Austin when I this, and it was only the second ever concert at Memorial Stadium. Like ZZ Top was the first, right? Oh, well, of course. And of course, I didn't have. I mean, that was the dawn of the, that was the beginning of the $150 per ticket. Oh, and can we point out that the Eagles are absolutely guilty of that? Oh, absolutely. They're the worst. Yeah, yeah. They were the first ones that were like, well, we're going to, we'll get together and play for you, sure, but we're going to charge you $1,000 a ticket, you know? like (laughs) Exactly. I can just see Don Henley sitting there saying, oh, we're getting together again? Fine. Three thousand dollars a ticket. No, like I just yeah, exactly. He's so, such. A, okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. it's fine. I so I'm a junior in college. I can't afford those tickets, right? But I can go sit on the lawn of Jester Dormitory with my umbrella chair and my cooler and hear the concerts. <laughs> so that's what I did. <laughs> nice good for you dude yeah yeah that was pretty awesome it sounded great they sounded what, really wonderful way to take that money out of their pocket dang right man yeah dude you're gonna overcharge <laughs> we're gonna find a way to listen to it anyways exactly, exactly. boot leg boot <laughs> leg all right well um owen honestly I'll, I'll i get it i understand why you like them doesn't change my attitude at all <laughs> Because w- within the Eagles, you have or had, God rest his soul, uh, Glenn Fry. You had Don Henley, and then later you had the mighty Joe Walsh. I'm sorry, but it's my humble opinion that I'd much rather have these three guys apart than together making this lame country want to be rock music. <laughs> it's just. It, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, would you, you rather another founding member? But that's okay. J.D. Souther, uh, Timothy no. B. Schmidt, Bert, no, Timothy B. B. Schmidt came along later. 
Bernie oh. Leadon. Bernie Leadon. Yes. What's he leading these days? I think he's dead. You feel good about that, Josh? You happy no. now? No, I don't. <laughs> well, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Can't handle that one, right? At all. Uh, anyways, so, um, yeah. Do you want to do your top three first since I went? Sure. Okay. I'm going to let Owen go first. Yeah, and I think it's a good package. So I, I, I kind of teased earlier the uh, Mythbusters phenomenon. So I, 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 took, a, I, took, the mis, I, I took advantage of the Mythbusters clause in making my top three because I thought long and hard about it. And I was, I, I, there was a pain point there. And I was like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do. Uh, that's that's how I felt. Solo stuff. That's how I felt about the Eagle stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you know, okay, Owen, you know, clearly you're, you know, maybe, maybe you're overreacting. So I revisited it and it's even worse than I remembered. <laughs> So, I mean, you have stuff like the boys of summer and the heat is on and hey, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> stuff like that. I just don't like any of it. And I did tell Josh this this morning. I thought this was really poignant. As I'm looking up Don Henley to just to give him a second chance to make sure I wasn't viewing him through too harsh a lens, I looked him up. On Spotify, just to kind of get a view of the catalog, and what comes up, of course, is Don Henley. But then right under it is the Yacht Rock collection, and I thought that you can't get any better than that. That's that's perfect, right there. So I went. I so back to the MythBusters. So there was one famous episode where. One of the guys, I forget, Jamie, and then what was the other guy's name? I forget the other guy's name. I don't know. They both look like members of the Black Keys to me. It's the guy that's not Jamie. I don't remember that. And he was the guy that was on, like, the the toilet paper commercials back in the 60s. Anyway, he had a T-shirt, and he decided one day he broke the the rules because he didn't like the rules. And I decided I needed to do that, too. But he said the line. He said... I reject your reality and substitute one of my own. So that is what I have done with the top three solos. So what I have for you here, ladies and gentlemen, roomies, is a history of the bands that led into the Eagles. And what I'm going to start you off with is a little band you might not know of called the Flying Burrito Brothers.
so that was a track called White Line Fever. And, it, of course, it's by the Flying Burrito Brothers. This came out in 1970. Bernie Leadon was in the Flying Burrito Brothers. He's a multi-instrumentalist. He was the guy on the, the steel there. But he was a founding member of the Eagles. But who else was in the Flying Burrito Brothers? Oh, gosh. Uh, Graham Parsons? That's was in? it. Yes. That's and then it. Chris That's... Hillman from The Birds also. Okay. Okay. And yeah, one no, of the no, brothers. No. One of the brothers from the birds too. I well, forget which Grant one. Parsons, he's the one that had the uh, the interesting burial. Oh yes, so cool. Yeah, yeah. and weird all at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, he look, had a that... hand in riding wild horses with uh, with Mick though. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's I... not often known because I don't think he gets a riding credit for it, but the the two were hanging out at the time. Huh. So. And That's I mean, awesome. it's not like the it's not like the Rolling Stones would have a lot of access to country like that. No. So, so um, I actually liked that. Oh, cool. But but the thing that I liked about that is I knew going in, the Flying Burrito Brothers are a country band in right. essence. I got and you. I've I've never had anybody come up to me and say, "Listen to this rock band, the Flying Burrito Brothers." No. <laughs> Like everybody's like this. This is like a country band, and again, it checks all those Owen boxes. It does, but that's that sounded great. I like it. It's good. Yeah. One one of the for, things. So Graham Parsons and in, actually invented the term for the genre for this. Um, yeah, I told you that Dale Watson came up with the term Ameripolitan to oh, yeah. describe this kind of music. Graham Parsons described this as cosmic cowboy music. Yes, I remember that. Which I think okay. is really cool. So that is... in my iTunes, which is now just what Apple Music or whatever, I actually have changed one genre. I have one genre of music that is cosmic cowboy. Nice, honor. nice. So that is my number three, uh, Bernie Leadon. He's one of those multi instrumentalist guy that plays all the crazy stuff. So he would have played like the dobro. Uh, pedal steel, violin, like all those crazy cool. And I always love a multi-instrumentalist. So so number two is by uh, a band that many say uh, was pro, the pro, they were the Proto Eagles. This is a band called Poco. Uh, and yes, sir. Is this the album that Phil Hartman drew the artwork for? I think so, yes. Oh, yeah, this is their okay. second album. Yeah. Very neat. Yeah, Very neat. yeah, this okay. is their second album. Um, but I mean, so many good bands can actually um they were out before the Eagles and and a couple of the guys left this band to start the Eagles. Uh or maybe not start them, but but to go be in the Eagles. Uh this is a song called You Better Think Twice off of their 1970 album. And Get my volumes back up. Here we go. You better think twice about leaving me behind. Make up your mind about what you're going to do. You know it ain't easy when your love hurts night and day. Call my name, breathlessly. 
So that is You Better Think Twice by Poco. One of the biggest fans of Poco back in the day was the man by the name of Glenn Fry. You may have heard of him. Um, but he also, Randy Meisner was in that band. Um, later on, because they went on and played after, they didn't, they, in fact, I think they're still together, Timothy B. Schmidt came from Poco to join the Eagles. But even people like uh, Jim Messina, uh, played a lot in uh, Poco as well. But I think you, I tried to find a track that you could kind of hear the elements of the Eagles in, and I think it kind of sounds kind of Eaglesy. What it, do you it, think, Josh? It definitely does. It has the uh, the harmonies. Yes. The harmonies definitely. are there, for yeah. sure. Uh, it, you know, it's very 70s-ish, and I've never, this is the first time I've heard Poco. Like yeah. I knew they, I knew of them. Never took time to go and listen to them. Right. And I mean, obviously, I'm not a big Eagles fan, and such a big part of the Eagles, obviously. So why would I go and seek it out, right? Sure. But it's good. I I see the pieces that are necessary to build the Eagles are right. Right. There. For sure. So that, that's interesting. And man, do they like harmonies? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> man. They really do. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah, like I said, is Poco. Poco is a great band to go check out. You could probably find a lot of their stuff in uh, like a clearance bin if you're a record collector. That's where I found a lot of their stuff. So I have probably over half their catalog on vinyl, and I find it in clearance bins all the time, which is pretty wonderful. Which brings us to my number one track of, uh, well, not really solo artists, but... Uh, my, my girlfriend said I was really taking a stretch with uh, my interpretation of this assignment. And I agree. Yeah, who cares? Uh, <laughs> but so um, little, lots of people aren't really aware that the Eagles started out as Linda Ronstadt's backup band. So they gave us Glenn Fry, Don Henley, and of course, Bernie Leadon was in that, was in that group too. So here's my favorite... Linda Ronstadt's song, Silver Threads and Golden Needles. It takes me right back to being just a little youngster. Here we go.
just listen to that that lovely dripping fiddle there. I just I know you're such a fan of fiddle work, Josh. Oh, there's a little 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 uh, oh, awesomeness man. there as well. I'll go ahead and fade it out. Yeah, so yeah. so good, so good. I remember. I was probably five when when I remember just bopping around the house and we were all listening to this song and cooking dinner and little five-year-old Owen just was rocking out to Linda Ronstadt. Uh, good times, man. Good times. And, of course, I'm sure you, you caught uh, the great Bernie Leadon on the fiddle there. So, mm. Is Glenn Fry doing backing vocals? Yes. I thought yes. so. Okay. <clears throat> and there, there are lots of – there's several good takes on YouTube of them all performing that live. So, Well, I thought that was an interesting history lesson. Thank you. Thank you, and, sir. And I am super okay with you uh, not accepting my reality and <laughs> – substituting one of my own and substituting one of your own i think that's just fine i really I take, do I, I just I, I tweak the assignment just a well, little bit I, no no i i think it's cool because if you don't know anything about the eagles that's a really quick little cliff note right top three to be like okay For look sure. here um but there we are there's owen's top three um Here's why I think the Eagles are horrible and they should just break up and never get back together again. And we'll start at number three with Glenn Fry. The heat is on. Can you feel it? Oh, I'm sorry. I had to go to the bathroom and hurl. Uh, so what did you <laughs> ask? What, uh, that was that made me hurl. Sorry. I, I was asking if you could feel it. Oh, yeah, I can feel it all right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that stupid saxophone. Okay, look. Even I will admit the saxophone is dated. You take that out. I still say it's a fun song. Well, okay. okay. Because hey, the I mean, fun, because, maybe. Come on. If, the, if throwing up in the bathroom is fun, then yes, I agree. Wow. With Josh. Jeez, man. Jeez. <laughs> or should I say cheese, man? Cheese. cheese yes, totally. Yes. <laughs> Need more of that. Might even, maybe some prunes too. Is the is the title of this one going to be called "Take It Cheesy"? 
Take it cheesy. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Look, the next one, this guy specifically, I had a real tough time not putting him number one. Oh, yeah. I agree. But I liked the other song better. But you know what? I want to talk about this guy for a minute first. No, no. We're going to play the song. Okay. Then we're going to talk about it. I actually agree with you on this track. I think this track is fa-freaking-nominal. It never gets old. Yeah, never true. gets old. At number two, Joe Walsh and the James Gang with Funk That was the great James Gang featuring Joe Walsh doing Funk 49. I love Joe Walsh. Okay? For sure. That was probably one of the most fun concerts I've ever seen. When they did the Crossroads Guitar Festival, I got to go see Joe. Joe Walsh was playing a set. And he walks out there and you think, oh, I hope he's got it. And man, he, <laughs> dude, he's so good. So, from a also to Josh, I want to insert this has got one of the best drum solos I've ever freaking heard in that song. Oh, for sure. Right. <laughs> and that riff is yeah. is just like that riff. When I heard the song, I had to go learn it. Yeah. And I couldn't find it anywhere. So I had to sit down and learn it by ear, which I think made me respect it even more. Sure. For sure. But um when uh when I started learning how to play the guitar, like his music was like kind of the first thing I picked up um, when I was learning on my own and just learning things by ear. So Funk 49 was one. Uh, Rocky Mountain Way was one. And then uh, one night when I was younger and my voice was better, um, I got the guts up to go and play an open jam session. And I walked up and... I was just like, okay, I'm going to play. And I finally, they called me up and they're like, what do you want to play? I go, do you guys know Joe Walsh? And they laughed at me and they're like, yeah, sure. We know Joe Walsh. And they're like, what do you want to play? I go, Rocky Mountain Way and Funk 49. So we did it. And it's one of those rock and roll moments where you actually get the crowd's attention. And, you know, everybody was drunk, but they actually were paying attention and clapping and having a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really neat. And then I got the hell off the stage because I didn't want to play the next song. So, um, <laughs> but that, I really respect Joe Walsh's guitar playing. He's a phenomenal player. I also, uh, if you haven't seen the Eagles documentary, which is completely scripted, I, like it's four hours of them looking directly at the camera, 
cue cards in the back. And if they mess up, they probably were like, nope, start again. But yeah, Don Henley does go on record as saying that we needed somebody to give us that rock and roll cred. And they went and got Joe Walsh. Right. Yeah, and, that's cool. And, and that's the bottom line. Like, they aren't a rock band, in my opinion, without Joe Walsh. Right. Totally. I don't even think they should be considered until he steps in. Uh, yeah. I can't so, say I can't say you're wrong on that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Owen, I'm you like Joe Walsh? I'm rambling a bit, but no, it's all good. I love yeah. Joe. Yeah, I love Joe Walsh. He's good. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, this next song, Owen is absolutely going to dislike <sighs> with so much. Uh. But being a child of the '80s and uh, growing up and listening to songs in my and my mom's 1984 Thunderbird. Um, this song came on occasionally, and I liked it. And Excellent. I don't, I don't care if uh, I'm going to get snot face from Owen. Uh, here is my number one: "Boys of Summer" by Don Henley. It's not that a bad the song. Best nap I ever took. No, it's not. It's not a bad song. <laughs> that is a that is a solid track, and I always love the story that um, Tom Petty almost ended up doing that song. Would have done it way better. Uh, well, it's Tom Petty. Come on. Yeah. Look, here's what I will say about don henley solo stuff the man doesn't hear well yeah <laughs> yeah totally but he does not veer far from the path once he starts writing that stuff true. That is so true. for example if we listen to dirty laundry and then we listen to all she wants to do is dance it's that same beat it's the exact same beat yeah that's true There's, he he was just like you know well, what do I write? I'll write another Dirty Laundry. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Everybody liked that track. I'll do it again. Look, that dude's from Texas. And I, <sighs> I and don't I like don't like that. to claim him. 
that should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. But I do like Boys of Summer. I do like that song. I, I like it by other people. That's I do not I like say. the Atari's version. Okay. I mean, that's, you know, that's why they like I, vanilla I, and chocolate, Josh. Well, I would much rather have Don Henley singing it than that guy with the nasally voice no. screaming no, that's at the okay. top of his lungs. <clears throat> that's not okay. going mean... No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, so did, did I tell you my whole theory about Don Henley's solo career? I know you didn't. I think at some point he looked north and saw a young man by the name of Brian Adams. Ah. And he said, I want his solo career and I'm going to try and mimic it. And it's not a bad theory. No, but it doesn't like, it's like I've, did say earlier at least brian adams is is interesting yeah i mean it's like aar i just want to write songs on adult radio That's yeah what i want to do well remember don henley had bruce hornsby write songs for him at one yeah point, yeah so. yeah which yeah, yeah exactly yeah. maybe that to sin i don't know yeah I don't. It, it might very well be but uh anyways so as long I, as I don't ever have to listen to that's just the way it is again i think i'm okay Oh man, yeah! Terrible little guitar, little little piano riff. Yeah, that's really bad. Yep. So, so Owen, um, I doubt we changed each other's minds at all. No, but but I think we have provided lots of salient evidence for our fans, our roomies, to make up their own minds. Indeed, indeed, I would definitely say that. I don't know. After listening to all of this, you're probably all going, man, Owen's so right. Like the Eagles needs, they're, they're so much better together. Josh is so full of it. He needs to stop like crapping on everything that Owen puts out there. Like Owen's doing, we're all, the rubies are all here for Owen. It's obvious, right? Like that's why they're that. here. I doubt that. Uh, but no, it, it was a fun, fun talk. It was a, uh, it was a fun little uh, adventure, as my in, niece would say. Indeed. It was an adventure. Well, the next time we're back here, there are a couple new releases we'll probably oh be checking my out. Gosh, yes. So we've well, got I the super, super excited to talk about friends. You want to tease it? Oh, the new Moby. Yeah. Okay. We're oh. going to talk about the new Moby. God, <laughs> it is so. I've listened. I finally found it on vinyl this weekend. I've been looking everywhere. Wow! And, like even record. Like I went into Good Records, Good Records in Dallas, and they were like, mm, "I didn't even know he had anything new." Like, are you? Are you f-ing me? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I can order it from Target. Target has it. You don't? They didn't. They didn't have it. I finally found a copy at Barnes & Noble. The Barnes & Noble in South Fort Worth, which always has a solid record section. Ah. Shout out to you guys that run that department. Well, there you go. Um, I will, I'm really excited to get your take on uh, Mammoth, the Wolfgang Van, oh, Van Halen day. so debut. good. Yeah, that'll be fun. And um, uh, just before we go, what are you listening to right now? Is it the Moby or you got something else also? No, I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to get my way through my, the, my record store re- day releases. That 
uh, Rage Against the Machine live set from Mexico. Oh, oh my lord, it is phenomenal. Yeah, it I bet it is so good. And then that Moby, I'm gonna tease this. I wasn't aware of this until I got the record version. There is a cover of Heroes on there. Yes. It is so good. All right. Looking forward to that. It, it I, does uh, justice. I'll say that. I was. I think I was telling you the other day, I can't stop listening to the crazy Counting Crows EP. Yeah, that I want to get into that. I really want to get into and that. And I can't figure out what it is. Yeah. But it, I don't know if it's because I just haven't heard count, a new Counting Crows in so long right. that I liked or, or whatever. But man, those five songs, like, they're really solid. Yeah, they're really yeah. solid. And the first track, uh, on the on the EP, it, the English teacher in me when I listen to it goes nuts because the lyrics are so so detailed and and just awesome and yeah yeah check that out if you can awesome. we're probably Dude, not that that new amethyst kia album is out really it came out friday oh yeah that's right yeah, i want to check that out really too really good i mean be prepared for like all over the map songs oh good which i think is i think it's really interesting i but i could also see how that would annoy people okay because cool. there's not one set vibe all the way through the album. It's almost there's a track by track vibe, which I think is cool. Well, there used to be a lot more of that, but yeah. I haven't seen it lately. Now I feel like right. everything has got to flow into the next thing. But yep, yeah. Well, I ordered it. I ordered the the album, and it's sitting in Illinois right now. I ordered the signed version. It's sitting in Illinois as we speak right now. That's awesome. Well, yeah. it will it will be within your clutches soon. Oh, I ordered something. That yeah. I did not think I was going to order, actually. Yeah. The Noel did Gallagher. Spill. Okay. Oh, yeah. Greatest hits. Yeah. I, okay. So you what happened? You did it, huh? Well, that, that bloody British artist. Okay. He, the thing that about. Bastard. Yeah. The thing about him that he will never admit is that he does get his fans 100% because every greatest hits album he's ever put out comes with like an extra disc of like, you know, rare stuff that you can't get or whatever. So I was looking at the track listings and there's like two, it's like two discs of greatest hits. I'm like, yeah, big deal. And there's a third disc. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And it's like remixes, outtakes, oh, and I'm like, nice. you stupid. And then I just hit the order button and I'm like, bring it to me on Thursday. I want it here. <laughs> so yep. there it is. Yep. He got me again. Yep. Well, That's how this Neil has Young been is with me. What? That's how Neil Young is with me. Oh, well, that there you go. Well, this has been a really fun debate, Definitely. if you will. Uh, we hope you roomies enjoyed it. Uh, until then, though, I think we need to call it a night. Definitely. Oh, Owen, have a great night. I will you see you too, later, man. sir. Absolutely. And y'all make sure to come on back to the record room. Keep spinning.